The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify so fonts from where to find the best Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. This podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And today we're going to be diving into the topic of AI and EEAT and how that's impacting Google search. Joining me today is Anthony May, who is the SEO and strategy consultant at Palo Alto Networks, which is the global cybersecurity leader shaping the cloud-centric future with its technology that is transforming the way people and organizations operate. They help address the world's greatest security challenges with continuous innovation that seizes the latest breakthroughs in AI, analytics, automation, and orchestration. All right, so with that, let's dive into this episode on Voices of Search on AI and EEAT. Anthony, thanks for joining the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I like this. So, I mean, obviously we've talked about AI, a lot of the changes, how it's impacting this. But I like that we're really kind of, you're bringing us back around some other changes with Google and kind of bringing in the, the aspect of EAT. So maybe to start us off with the listeners, how do you see kind of these technologies and these advancements within AI, like how does that connect to EAT? 
Well, as we go forward into the new, uh, I'd say, generation of SEO, we're going to have, and I've heard many, many people talk about it, and the SEO experts, there's going to be a bloat of uh, content. And due to, and I hate to say it's going to be for the good and the bad, but we're, a lot of people are going to, or companies are going to use that AI content, throw it right on in and just basically make a page. Some people are going to go ahead and refine it, make it a little bit better. And then there's going to be others that say, hey, we're going to go ahead and go the old fashioned way. We can create content on our own. But as we go forward, it looks like chances are content's going to have less and less of an impact if that's the case. And with EEAT, which is going to be experience, expertise, authoritiveness, and trustworthiness, and part of that being the page rank algorithm in it, there's actually ways to calculate in the past how we, the projection of what a page was. And with that, Google said, hey, we see that page rank. We understand what page rank is. We don't want to update anymore. Still part of the algorithm. We don't want to update because it gives the ability for people that are really good at SEO to actually kind of use that in their equation of trying to place a page. But as we go forward and we see that SEO is important to Google, it always happens and always will be, we're going to also see that AI is going to be very important to Google because it's important to the customer. And as we go more and more into that future, probably chances are that AI, more at the top of that, the SERP page, and with that, we're going to have to have to shrink somewhere else. And chances are it's going to be the organic. And with that shrinking of the organic, we also need to go ahead and put into play that, hey, if AI is important to customer, AI is important then to Google, and therefore we should have a percentage of AI in our content. And what that percentage is, still working out the equations on it, but it's not 100%. So not 0%, but there is a number and an equation that actually can be used to actually really maximize what AI does, not only for us, but for the customer we're trying to track. Uh, that's super interesting. And I totally agree. And that was like one of kind of one of the areas that I really started thinking about this too, is we've gone through these different phases and kind of stages within SEO where, you know, websites are and companies are going online and then it's hey, we got to get more content on there, then quality of content's coming in. And yeah, one of the, the challenges that I see that search engines are faced with these advancements in natural language processing, it's bringing down that potential cost to create and to produce content. So you have that like ballooning aspect of content out there. And I think diving into this piece, and it's, it's nothing new. I mean, I guess the additional E is relatively new, but it's like, it's something that's been around for a while. And it's that factor of how, how is one article or how is one piece of content more trustworthy, authoritative, and all those other kind of like elements to it. But you also bring in that aspect of the integration of, you know, more of and I hate to say it, but the chat GPT like interface within like the SERPs too. And so that balance then of AI generated, human generated, I think is quite interesting. You mentioned having like a percentage then of AI content with that. Can you kind of elaborate for the listeners out there? Are you meaning it in the sense of to have placement in that top portion uh, above the SERPs, or is it more of the percentage or components of AI content within a page itself? So to answer that question, I'm going to go back to just what the foundation of what Google is. Google says that, hey, we're a company. Of course, like all companies, we want to make money, but we're going to do that by building a trust with our customers. And we need to go ahead and make sure that they know that they have the trust in us because that's why people say, hey, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> 
And that's and, and that is part of our vernacular. With that being said, we can go ahead and when that AI is placed, and we don't know exactly how it's going to be placed, but we can go ahead and check it out with other various versions of AI. We know that it's all pointing from the same places, the internet and a few other locations to go ahead and get the content it needs and learns from that. So we know that actually it's going to put out, as of right now, a very, very similar piece of information for a query. But with that, if we actually look at the pages that actually have 100% of AI-generated content, Google is able to find it and say, hey, this is not any good. You guys just ran this through a machine and did this. And then same thing with no content. We know that there's no AI content on this. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to establish it as such. But I'm saying that if AI is at the top of the SERP, it's important to the customer, important to Google, and therefore a percentage of that should be in a calculation of that content for that page to go ahead and help know exactly where we want to place that in the SERP itself. And I hope that answers the question thoroughly. Yeah, no, and it's and it's interesting. And for me, part of that, like then explosion or like ballooning potential of the content that's out there, there is that kind of that risk or that element of it being very homogenous content. And if it's a hundred percent, you know, AI generated, yeah, maybe the specific words are different, but the entities and the pieces that they're talking about are all kind of consistent. And so with the component of you know wanting to be in the placement above and then also still having your balance of how does that work within you know your actual urls to be listed within the serps do you have any any strategies or tips for the listeners out there of how to either secure some of those placements or how to ensure that they're differentiating and search engines are seeing that there's additional value that's being contributing, let's say, to the community beyond this more homogenous content that's being produced through uh, AI? Well, of course, when we do SEO, we all know the same exact things. We are not you know, the same exact things, but dependent on your level of expertise, you know, hey, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to look at this number one position. What do I need to go ahead and glean from that piece? With the EEAT, what do I know that this is doing? What are they looking like with their backlinks? What are they looking like on their content? What is their as you can tell, what is their conversion factor on this piece? With that, in regards to picking all those calculations, the technical SEO, all the EEAT, making sure that you're actually following that, but then adding that percentage of, let's say, 30, 50, and I've been running some tests, and I've got a website just built up just for running tests on these pieces to go ahead and like get that, and I'm sure that all verticals are going to be different, but maybe 30, 50% of what that content should necessarily be from the AI and interlaced into the content that you actually have is going to bring you an actually more successful uh, run in the SERP, in placement in the SERP than you would if you actually did 100, which would not do well at all, or you just did it by yourself 100%. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive 
by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Absolutely. And like for me, and, and, and I've talked about it before, but it's like I, I view some of it as in the same vein of the reason why unique content is valued is greater is you're making a net new contribution to the knowledge base and what's available out there. And so for me, in your description of having that percentage added, sounds like like that's the additional contribution of how you're differentiating. And in the sense of, hey, there's a given topic and there's the known entities around that and the pieces of content or the articles that are, you know, adding to those known entities and are contributing something new is something that would then be rewarded for this. And I'd like to circle back just a little bit to like maybe some of the tests that you've been running. And I, I would assume too, like at least from my perspective, that yeah, you're going to see a ton of variation, whether it's verticals or even specific, you know, queries, depending on like what the other competing URLs look like. But can you share anything for the listeners of some of the findings of these tests that you've been running? So I've been testing in some pretty difficult verticals. Because those are the, always the ones that actually are usually most scrutinized or uh, new pieces come from. We always know that. And so we always kind of look like, hey, if I'm looking at, you know, selling flowers, it's going to be a way different than, let's say, going into law. So we need to go ahead and make sure to go ahead and go for the most difficult aspect to go ahead and kind of go, oh, this is going to be like this. Let's refine it from here. As of right now, the tests have been running. We're looking about 50%, give or take, but it is a sliding scale. It really also depends on how what the competitive factors, the EEAT for everything else is. And also, I hate to say it, but since this is such a new item and this is such a new idea, content that is number one, okay, for lack of better words, is is, is it has a huge change in regards to we actually put even 30% content into there. Is it perfect? No way. Not, not even close. I'm not even going ahead and say, hey, you got to do this, this amount. But is it getting there? By far. And the part that makes it even more difficult is that the AI is changing. So as I put content out and I go ahead and say, hey, Google, find this, the AI picks up and says, hey, I'm learning from this. And then from there, it actually changes a little bit more. And so we have to not, this is not just like SEO has always been, but even more so now. This is a never ending battle. You need to go ahead and you need to change along with the AI and also make sure to change your content on that basis of that AI to go ahead and keep up with it. Uh, such a, that's such a good reminder. And it's, you know, like you said, it's, it's not necessarily like a new tactic or aspect of our industry. Like it is such a fast pace. It moves so much. So, you know, I'd say now more so than ever, though, if you're staying stagnant, you're not revisiting those key pages, that it's like, as the systems continue to be trained and ingest like more and more of the information, then you have that constant need to keep contributing new elements to it. If, you know, anyone out there is like thinking then from this of like, 
okay, I need to have, and it's clear why I need to have that, you know, that component or that percentage, regardless what that percentage is, anything that you can kind of guide or lead to the listeners as far as like, how do you determine what the most valuable or what that percentage should be on? Like, should it be on taking new perspectives on a topic? Would it be more of like introducing additional new concepts to it? And I know there's a ton of variance in that, but I guess any any tips that you'd have for addressing that 50%, whatever percent it is that you're adding? So that's a very broad question. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and try to narrow the question, but, it, but, I, but I, there's a lot of validity to exactly what you said. For the answer to that, we got to really look back to what we're doing here. SEO, search engine optimization, is one thing. Make sure that we're actually being found in Google. And how does Google value that? Google says, hey, we've got you know, X amount of dollars coming in with ad revenue. We need to make sure our, that the customers coming in are finding what they want. So if we take in mind, are we actually building content that is actually valuable to the customer? And if we do that always, and for, for is, you know, not for eternity, but for, for the next, you know, quite a few years, we're going to go ahead and make sure that if we serve the content to the customer and serve it in the way that Google can go ahead and find it, because we all know Google has a very, very short attention span for finding this stuff. But if you do those two pieces along with that other piece that says, hey, AI is important, then you actually should have a very, very, not easy, but a very, very higher projection of what you, what you actually will place in the circle and where you will place it. So that content and all those pieces are going to make sure that you really are honing into the, the, the focus, your customer and what they want. Absolutely. And in, in, in a lot of ways, the AI component is more of like your baseline standard. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's more of like, if, if you're at a poker table, that's like your Annie just to get into the game, not necessarily what's going to win you the hand, but that's just getting you into the game that's being played there. Would you have any other, I guess, components or additional like pieces that you'd want to add? Um, anything around kind of like EEAT maybe that you'd like to leave, leave the listeners with? Well, EEAT, it's going to become much, much, much more important. We've actually seen changes, just like YMYL, EEAT is going to go ahead and become a major structural aspect of what we do. And I know that through time, we've had to try to make content more and more and more important, but we're going to actually kind of see a little more of a shift. I think that we're going to actually see more of a backlinking structure come back into the equation itself and actually become more a part of actually how Google is ranking. And let's be honest, this, the, the ranking algorithm, we know pieces of it, but it's more or less like the rank equation that we're trying to figure out. But I think if we go ahead and we actually take into mind the EEAT and we actually, in the technical SEO that goes in with that, and we try to make sure that we actually do those pieces, we'll have a much better output for everything we do. But in regards to things like the, the future of SEO, that's completely a different conversation. And I think that actually in regards to the future of SEO, we're going to seem to see dramatic changes in regards to what the SERP putting out. I think that we're going to go ahead and see an AI aspect that's going to be in the placement at the top. We know that as of right now, year over year, I think uh, Google reported they have a 7% increase in revenue due to ad spend. I don't see <laughs> that shrinking that much, let's be honest. And they still do have to combat with the trust of the customer, making sure to say, well, people are still saying, let's Google it. But I think we're actually going to see a shrink, and I've seen it already, of the organic aspects above the fold. 
And with that change, we have, let's, let's just put it in round numbers. And I know that everybody's going to say, hey, my vertical is this, this, and this. Well, let's just say 60 to 85%. Click on those one, two, and three. But if that one, two, and three shrink now to maybe one, maybe one and two, you're looking at that 60 to 85% chances are going to that number one spot. So SEO as a future is 10 times more important than it was last year because you're not going to be making money or your keywords are not going to be clicked on or your uh, however you want to go ahead and actually make this aspect of actually bringing value of what you do to a company or yourself is not going to really work unless you can go ahead and get higher up on that stroke. That's why this AI aspect of it is to help all those businesses hopefully go ahead and say, I need to go ahead and step my game up. Let's get this piece going and let's get a little bit higher and hopefully we can get from number three to number one. Absolutely. And I, I completely agree with like the notion of the increasing significance of those EAT factors. And I feel like a lot of these elements for like the SEOs out there, you know, is not all that new. Like a lot of these things, like we're seeing more, I guess, like the peak of it and it's becoming more visible, but it's, you know, they've, they've had the, I mean, before EAT factors, like this is nothing kind of new backlinks. I agree. It's like, they're not going anywhere. Like the quality and the weight and the components of those backlinks, like sure. That's going to have like an evolving kind of impact on it as well. But it's like, these are all elements that are consistent to us in SEO, but the stakes are being raised and that shrinking landscape and the competitive nature within the SERPs as it's getting more crowded. And it's a lot of the same things that we've been talking about for a couple of years now of no click searches and the SERP elements taking away, you know, the number of links within the page. And so I think for everyone out there, there is some reassurance in the sense of this is somewhat familiar ground, even though it's visually changing and it's increasing in importance and it's moving quite quickly. Some of the elements and some of these pieces are still in our kind of fundamentals of SEO. And in the same way that we have to embrace AI content and we have to use that as kind of the waterline that we need to surpass, it really brings us back into some of those SEO fundamentals. And I also think it's a great teaser that brings us into the conversation tomorrow on SEO's importance now versus the past. And with that, though, it wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thank you for Anthony May, SEO strategy consultant at Parallel Networks for joining us. Looking forward to the conversation tomorrow as we continue this and talk a little bit more of what SEO's importance is today versus how it's been in the past. If you can't wait until the next episode and you'd like to learn more about Anthony, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his website at anthonysmay.com. Okay. Thanks to Tyson Stockton, our guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O.
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.